What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host today, Nikki Decod. And today, we're back once again uh, this week for another episode. NFL season really coming to a close this regular season. We got two weeks left now, obviously, um, with the extra week. we still got two weeks to go. A lot of playoff races to be settled. The AFC is really tight. The NFC, those bottom two seeds or so, very much still up for grabs. So a lot to play for in these last two weeks. Last week, another chaotic week. A lot of crazy stuff happening. Um, and yeah, we're just going to jump right into it. I'm going to share my screen. We're going to talk about some of the big games from last week. And uh, let's see, what do we want to start with here? Um, I mean, I think we could start right away with the Indianapolis Colts versus the Cardinals. Two playoff teams, it seems like. Obviously, I'm not oh, – okay, there we go. I'm not sure uh, if the Cardinals have clinched. I think they probably have. But, I mean, this is a, a case of the Indianapolis Colts just playing to their strengths. Jonathan Taylor, another big game, 108 yards. Obviously, didn't get in the end zone. But, uh, I mean, still an exceptional game when that O-line was decimated with injuries. Cardinals, not their best game. They've been struggling lately. Um, Kyler played all right, not exceptional. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this game, Nikki? Obviously, the Colts have been, you know, kind of the hot team recently. There's, you know, a lot of momentum with them. A lot of people like them. And the Cardinals, you know, they started the year hot. And and ever since D-Hop's gone down, it's looked a little shaky. So what are your thoughts on these two teams? I mean, I thought the Cardinals were the definition of a mortal lock to win this game. The Colts were like, they had no starters on their offensive line. They lost people in the beginning of the game. Darius Leonard wasn't playing. It was dumbfounded. I was dumbfounded that the Cardinals didn't win this game. Um, I mean, I thought Kyler Murray would play um, a bit better. His throws weren't great, which led to, like, the drive not being great either. Cliff Kingsbury, who everyone says has been a top three coach this year, didn't coach too well. Um, I think it speaks to how the Cardinals are going to play in the playoffs. Like you said, they did clinch a playoff spot, but with it's between them and the Rams for the division. I don't know. It doesn't give me much faith in the Cardinals heading into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think the Cardinals, I mean, there's definitely been a change since DeAndre Hopkins has been injured. And obviously with him this year, I mean, the stats haven't been what they have been in the past for him. But just that attention he draws and, and you know, the fact that you have to put your best player on defense on him no matter what. And you have to, you know, look to prevent him, even double team him at times. And now we're seeing they can kind of, you know, opposing teams can spread out that attention. Obviously, Christian Kirk, He's had a good year, but, you know, he's not a number one wide receiver like DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Green, you know, at this point in his career, not that guy either. So, I mean, someone's going to have to step up on the offense, and that's the bottom line. Obviously, their run game's been pretty good. James Conner missed this week, um, this game. So, obviously, I mean, that, that tandem of him and Edmonds have been great this year. So, that's a key part of their offense. And at this point, without DeAndre Hopkins, they're going to have to probably lean on the run a little bit more than they uh, would like to. Obviously, the pass has been good. Kyler's with you know, played well all season, but, you know, that, that true lack of, of a number one has, you know, started to stand out while D-Hop's been out. And on the flip side of the ball, I mean, I kind of touched on it when I'm previewing this game, but the Indianapolis Colts are as hot as any team could be right now. No team, honestly, should want to face them. And it's just because of that, you know, the, the unstoppable rushing attack they've seemed to have developed. Obviously, that offensive line, you know, I think it'll be a little better this week. Quinn and Nelson, I believe, will be off the COVID list. Other guys as well. So it, it'll be a little healthier, um, but even with the decimated old line, even with second teamers coming in, Jonathan Taylor still rushed for over 100 yards and 
you know, Carson Wentz, a lot of people like, you know, especially people that we're friends with like to hate on this guy, give him, you know, a hard time. But I mean, he's played exceptional this year, to be honest, he has done exactly what they've needed him to. Yeah. He's not going to be the superstar quarterback like a Kyler Murray, for instance, that goes out and maybe is the reason you win the games, but he does what he's asked. He doesn't really turn the ball over too much. At least this year, obviously last year was a bit of a different story, but he's played exceptionally well. Um, I mean, we've seen guys like Michael Pittman really evolve. T.Y. Hilton, still a factor. They've got those great blocking tight ends. And obviously, like you said, in the defense, they were missing pieces in this game, specifically their best defensive player, one of the best defensive players in the NFL and Darius Leonard. So I think it's a really good Colts team. Cardinals, I'm definitely a little worried about without DeAndre Hopkins. They've not looked the same these last few weeks. Great. All right, moving on to the next game we will talk about. Um Rams, honestly, we'll talk about the Bills Patriots. And this was a, a completely different story um, from recent for Buffalo. Buffalo really starting to look like themselves. Josh Allen, I mean, this is arguably his best game of the season in my mind. 314 yards, three touchdowns, 60 rushing yards against this New England defense. New England is, has kind of started to slow down. They've lost two in a row. Mac Jones has, has really not played well recently. I mean, this was... I think easily his worst NFL game without Damian Harris. I mean, this is a, a true blowout. Um, I mean, Mac Jones, you know, this is a guy that you know, has played well all year, but you know, there, there's been concerns and this was not a great game. Buffalo. I mean, they just use all their weapons. They've got so many guys. I mean, what are your thoughts on these two teams? A, a few weeks ago, New England was being crowned the, you know, the top team in the AFC and you see how quickly things change. All of a sudden they're the, uh, the six, six seed in the playoffs. They could miss the playoffs to be honest. Um, Mac Jones has not looked good recently. Yeah, I mean, I think the Patriots looking at film are going to regret only giving Damian Harris 18 carries, um, especially in a game where, like, no matter where you're playing, you're going to have weather. Um, I think Belichick should have relied on the run a lot more, especially when Josh Allen the first half was good but not great. Um, the offense was making mistakes, missed touchdowns. The Bills weren't healthy. It makes no sense why they decided to let Mac Jones throw the ball a lot more than he had to, um, leaving a couple picks. He wasn't accurate as he usually is, not great at two-minute drills, um, should have ran the ball more. And I think that's definitely something they're going to rely on a lot more heading into the playoffs. Um, I think the Patriots are still a scary team, um, no doubt about it. Um, and I think they're a team a lot of people don't want to play in the playoffs and obviously they have a lot of scenarios this week where they can end up clinching um but but it's not winning they're in so nothing's nothing's definite for um the Patriots now but they need a win and something else to happen this week against the Dolphins yeah um I mean New England's I mean, this is a good team. Their defense has played well. This was not a good defensive performance. And, uh, I mean, guys have to play better. That's that's the bottom line. We didn't really see. I mean, you look at the, the box score for the defense. They had zero sacks. I mean, that, that just can't happen. You can't be not getting the quarterback. You can't not be forcing turnovers and expect to win this game. I mean, that's just not going to happen. Damian Harris, like you said, I mean, he's 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 come on to the scene this year as a you know really good uh, a player. Uh, three touchdowns, obviously, 100 rushing yards. He's had, you know, numerous 100 rushing yard games. Just these weapons are are, are just uh, – and this is where I, I worry about this offense. The weapons on offense are just not at the level that they need to be on a championship caliber team. And I understand this is Bill Belichick, and he's an exceptional coach, uh, arguably the greatest of all time. 
top two, top three, wherever you want to put them. And, you know, this team has proven to be, you know, elite without weapons. But, you know, Mac Jones has never played in the playoffs. Regardless of his career at Alabama, the NFL playoffs are a different animal. The NFL is a different animal. And you see this game, you know, it, it's just not encouraging ahead of the playoffs. And, you know, not having, you know, having Jacoby Myers as your wide receiver one is not really the guy I'd want to rely on if I needed, you know, a big player to make a play on offense. I don't know if they have that, to be honest. And I think this is a playoff team. I just don't think they're Super Bowl ready yet. And that defense, I think you can argue Super Bowl ready. But with this offense, I just don't see them. You know, I can maybe see them winning a game with this defense, depending on who they get matched up with. But to be honest, I mean, if this team plays Cincinnati, Indianapolis, if they get any of those teams, Buffalo even, I think they're going to get, you know, a ticket out of the first round immediately, to be honest. Um, I think it's a good team. Mac Jones, obviously, this is his worst week, so it's tough to really fully grade him on this he's been great this year but I just think that lack of weapons is is definitely concerning and with Buffalo I mean real quick this is just a team who they found their true runner it seems in Devin Singletary he's really started to get a lot of work which has been huge this team has just never ran the ball having that having him being confident giving him 15 or so carries for these last few weeks has been good and finding guys like Isaiah McKenzie obviously I believe Gabe Davis was out guys like those two guys who can step up and make plays when they need alongside the guys you got Stephon Diggs Emmanuel Sanders Usually Cole Beasley's in there. That's huge. Having those guys, obviously the defense is good. No Trey White's hurt, but, you know, Micah Hyde, um, Jordan Poirier, those guys are, are, are veterans. They know what they're doing. So I think Buffalo's in a decent spot. I still don't know if I'd say they're a Super Bowl contender, to be honest. I really think the Chiefs are, are going to run away. Maybe the Colts, just because that run attack is so lethal. Cincinnati's offense is good. I mean, I don't know. I think these two teams are interesting spots. Buffalo maybe could make a run. New England, I'm just not so sold on. Agreed. All right, moving on. Um, let's see what we want to talk about next. I mean, I think we'll talk about the Bengals in the week ahead. I want to talk about this game, though. And this is, I mean, it's just a weird one. The, the Houston Texans beat the Chargers 41-29. to Davis Mills, he's looked pretty good, to be honest, recently. And Sexy Rexy Burke had, um, you know, 150 rushing yards, two touchdowns. I mean, this is just an embarrassment for the Los Angeles Chargers, a team that, you know, now is looking out, look, looking in on the playoffs. Um, obviously, no Eckler, no Mike Williams. But at the end of the day, it's the Houston Texans, and they lost because of their defense. They have 24 in the fourth quarter. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this is just a nightmare of a performance for a team that, I mean, this needed to be a, a free win almost, and you're potentially in the playoffs. Facts. I mean, I mean, I agree, like, the Chargers had uh, their injuries and COVID with no Joey Bosa, like, arguably their three best players in Derwin James, Austin Eckler, and Joey Bosa, and also Mike Williams. But this, the, the fact that this game ended the way, dudes, ridiculous. Um, and I don't know how much faith I have in the Chargers going forward, um, especially right now. It's still 8-7, and seven, but we have all those teams that are in that 8-7 and seven range that losing the Texans is in a blowout. It's ridiculous. I mean, you're going to let Rex Burkhead look on like, look, he made him look like Barry Sanders against the Chargers. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Um, and then Davis Mills looked great. Like Davis Mills has been a very solid rookie quarterback. Um, and honestly gives me a bit of faith for the Texans come to the future. Uh, we have a second coming of Philip Dorsett in that game, but um yeah no I have no idea what to say about about the Chargers and no way they should lose that game 
Um, I'm not totally sure what they need this week, but they need to go ahead and play well for the rest of the year, most likely win out. Um, but, but you have to bounce back from this game. I mean, Herbert didn't play well. You had your running back and Justin Jackson play fine. Um, Herbert hasn't really been as good as he was at the beginning of the year for some reason. Um, continuing to disappoint in the red zone. I wish he would have taken advantage against the terrible Texans, but Keenan wasn't himself either. Hopefully they bounce back. Um, I think they're an exciting team to see in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, this is just a team that's been inconsistent, especially in offense. I mean, you're talking about Justin Herbert. I mean, he's just he's just had weeks where he, he has not been getting it done, and this was one of them. I mean, you, you see the completion percentage. He was pretty efficient, but he just didn't make the big plays. And, you know, he threw that pick six on that potential, you know, game-tying drive they had and that essentially iced the game. Yeah. You know, they like you said, they, they settled for field goals a lot. I mean, I, I don't know the exact stats, but. Um, I don't think it says, but I know they were kicking a bunch of field. Maybe it says down here. Yeah, three field goals. I mean, in a close game, three field goals, I mean, that's that's pretty big. And, yeah, like Austin Eckler was out, but Justin Jackson, I mean, played better than, you know, as good as Eckler has all year. I mean, 5.8 rushing yards a carry, had almost 100 yards receiving. So you can't pin it on Eckler. I mean, yeah, those, those two defensive players, that, that sucks. And those two guys are, are huge. And, you know, that worries me, though. You know, defense, this defense is, is definitely shaky. I mean, you see some of these names, and I'm going to be 100% honest. You know, I watch the NFL a lot. I've got no idea who most of these guys are. Um, and I don't think you'd – I mean, I've heard Drew Tranquil, Asante Samuel, obviously, uh, Nusoa, Jerry Tillery, all these guys. But, I mean, there's just a bunch of guys here who, you know, they, they have to step up, and clearly they're not if, if this is the final score. 41 and Mr. Rex Burkhead's averaging seven to carry. I mean, that just can't happen. That's unacceptable on a team that's going to be trying to go to the playoffs. You know, really does not look good for them. Obviously, you'll get all your players back from COVID, which is huge. But, you know, Herbert's been inconsistent at times, like you said. And that defense, I mean, it's just started to kind of collapse towards the end of the season. We'll see what can happen, but, you know, some guys are going to have to start up and step up out of, you know, this group of guys here that, you know, are playing a lot. And and this week was not good. And we'll see if they can rebound next week. Obviously, like you said, Davis Mills, nice surprise for Houston in, in a team that seems like probably the worst spot in the NFL with the Deshaun Watson. I see that's looming, you know, in the front office, there's, there's been questionable hires and lots of turmoil they don't really have any good core players because of that lack of first round talent. So, you know, he's a nice piece, at least some upside there on a team that, you know, is just lost at the moment and, and really seems like they've got no direction potentially for their future. Not one bit. But the Chargers have the Broncos this week and the Raiders next week. So two wins and maybe they can sneak their way into 10 and 7. But losing yeah. to a Texans team without Brandon Cox is ridiculous. Yeah, no Brandon Cooks either. I mean, that's yeah. you can't let Rex Burke go for uh, go for that on you. Um, I mean, we'll talk about the Chiefs later. I mean, the Washington. I mean, we gotta talk about this game because the Dallas Cowboys, fifty-six to fourteen. This was, you know, an incredible performance from Dak Prescott. Three hundred thirty yards, four touchdowns. You know, Zeke Elliott had two touchdowns. Amari Cooper played well. Dalton Schultz played well. Everyone played well on Dallas, and this defense has just been phenomenal. Micah Parsons, obviously with the sack, he's been a superstar. Demarcus Lawrence, people forget about Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence 
few years ago was one of the, the better defensive players in the league. He's very, you know, he has that big contract and he's playing well. Obviously, Trevon Diggs is 11 interceptions. I mean, Dallas just absolutely outclassed Washington. Washington at this point, I mean, their season's essentially over. No Antonio Gibson likely this week. Maybe he can clear the protocols, but at this point, it's probably unlikely. So seems like their season will be over. But the Dallas Cowboys, Nikki, I mean, this is a team that all of a sudden that offense played the way it did. This is, a you know, do you think this is a, a – let's get the English right here. Do you think this team is a legit threat in the NFC come the playoffs? I 100% do. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I mean, the way that team looks right now, um, it's unreal. And you got Dak back. Dak played incredibly well. You know, we had Amari Cooper complaining before the game, but he looked good. Um, and I don't know how you stop this team. I mean, you have Dallas defensive line playing great. Um, and like Dak, like when he last played, the Redskins played terrible, comes back and plays great. Everyone looked good. Dalton Schultz, who knows where that's um, his injury is going to go. But you, when you have Michael Gallup, Tony, I mean, Tony Pollard even, but uh, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb. And when CeeDee Lamb's your worst receiver on any given day, uh, you're going to be pretty pretty good heading into the playoffs. And I think they're a scary team, and I don't know how you stop them. Um, Zeke looked good. You know, I mean, the football team who had a chance to make the playoffs kind of fell apart. But who knows? I don't know how you stop this this Cowboys team with an offense that moves that quick and a defense that's playing that well. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs gets his hate, but that defensive line has been so good. And Micah Parsons can just run away with defensive rookie of the year already. Yeah, I mean, this Dallas team, there's not a lot of holes. I think that's for sure. I mean, Dak Prescott, he's been shaky at times this year, absolutely. But, I mean, this was a, his best performance of the year. Um, and huge for him, you know, just to be able to have this as momentum. Like you said, I mean, that rushing attack, it, it's pretty good. Zeke Elliott, obviously, you know, he's been banged up. He's not looked himself at times, you know, re- hasn't hit like 60 rushing yards, I think, since like week seven or something ridiculous. But, you know, he had two touchdowns. He's just still an impact, such an impact he can make. Tony Pollard, great change of pace back. In. And like you said, that receiving group is the best, one of the best in the league. I mean, it's, it's right up there with just about anyone. And that defense has been the difference between this year and last. I mean, they've – Micah Parsons, the best pick in the draft in my mind, um, just where they got him, the value at that pick. He has been exceptional, absolute steal. Um, I guess you could say Mac Jones, but I think Micah Parsons is truly exceptional talent. I mean, this guy just is explosive, unstoppable, um, you know, future – you know, this kid could be one of the future best defensive players in the NFL. Already is, you know, Pro Bowl – potential all-pro candidate type player. Um, Trevon Diggs, like you said, I mean, he's the the ball-hawking corner. I mean, this guy's not going to be the Jalen Ramsey where you're not going to get your catches. You're going to get your catches. You're going to get your yards. But he's going to get his turnovers, and he's going to get his interceptions. And that's one thing about him. And on this defense, they don't need him. You know, they can allow some yards. They've got a pretty good group of safeties. They rotate in and out. Another thing that's unique about them, they've got a lot of guys who play in and out. This defense is, is good. It's run well by Dan Quinn. He's done an exceptional job. Um, really, you know, saved his career almost after that, you know, Atlanta Falcons head coaching um, kind of disaster that it became towards the end. He's done an exceptional job. This team, like you said, pretty good on special teams. Brian Anger's been a Pro Bowl punter this year. Um, Greg Zerline, 
he, you know, he's, he's reliable. He, he makes his kicks. He misses. He's not Justin Tucker, but he's very good. I mean, this is absolutely a Super Bowl contender. Um, you know, this team will go as their offense goes. I, I have faith this defense can get their stops, can get their turnovers, will get their sacks. It's just can the Dallas offense – if the Dallas offense plays like this, they'll probably win the Super Bowl. But they're probably – this is, you know, they're not going to play like this every week. So just where, how far, or how close to this can they play, that's what will determine how far this team goes. I think the defense pretty set in stone. This defense is pretty good. Yeah. No, honestly, it reminds me a bit of the Chiefs when the Chiefs were winning games with their defense earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, and then Mahomes comes back and they look great. And this same like the defense is winning the games and Dak comes out and plays like Dak. Yeah. Cowboys are gonna be hard to beat. Yeah, I don't think any team can beat them if they played as well as they did this week against Washington. Um, Miami, obviously, we'll talk about them when we talk about their game versus Tennessee, but we're just going to jump right in and talk about this week. Predictions for the week, and we'll start with the New York football Giants and the Chicago Bears. Daniel Jones shut down for the season. I don't know if this is Jake Fromm or Mike Glennon. Um, I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to pick the Chicago Bears here. Um, you know, I don't know if this is Justin Fields. I know it was Nick Foles last week. I don't know who either of these quarterbacks are. But regardless, I, I mean, this New York Giants are just an absolute disaster right now. Saquon Barkley has not looked good at all this year. They they got a beating last week in Philadelphia. The defense has not played good. I think the Chicago Bears in Chicago, they'll be able to run the football. Dave Montgomery should play well. Darnell Mooney, I think he'll play, you know, up to how he's played this year. They've got playmakers on that offense, and I think that's the key. I just think the Giants, you know, I, I'd rather take Nick Foles if that's who the Bears end up going with than any of the Giants guys, if it's Mike Leonard or Jake Fromm. Um, I'm not too well-versed, to be honest, in who's starting. I'm going to take the Bears. I just think the New York Giants are are honestly pure trash. I mean, they're just a, an awful, awful team. Yep, give me the Bears. I, yeah, they'll blow them out. Yeah. It's the next game. I mean, this didn't really want to really talk about too much. The Jaguars, they lost to the Jets last week. This is, you know, James Robinson obviously torn Achilles at this point. Just an awful injury to see. To him, obviously their best player. Um, this will be New England in New England. Trevor Lawrence and that bummy team is not going to stand a chance. Um, this will be a good rebound week for you know, a New England team that's lost two in a row. So a great matchup, you know, couldn't have asked for better scheduling for them. So I'm going to go with the Pats here. Yeah, give me the Pats. Rookie quarterback Belichick. Give me a, like a 43 to six. Yeah, it could get ugly for sure. This next game should be very interesting. I don't believe it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Um, he did not practice the other day. I don't know what his status was yesterday. Let's see. I don't know. Doesn't say anything. I'm going to assume it's no Lamar, and I'm going to pick the Rams here. They've been playing a lot better recently. Cooper Cobb, obviously, in the midst of his historic season, and we've seen what you know wide receivers have started to do to this Raymond secondary that's just so beat up at the moment. I think Cooper Cobb could really – I think he might put up 150 yards. I think we could see Odell even go off. I mean, this could get ugly. In my mind, I think Baltimore, I mean, this is a team that's now lost four in a row. Um, I mean, this is a, it's a serious worry that this team could lose out and miss the playoffs in my mind. We'll see what happens, obviously, but I think it's the Rams. The Rams have found their groove. I believe they've won a good number, now four in a row. I mean, they, they had a rough November, but this is a team that's rebounded nicely. I'm going to pick them here. Um, Sonny Michelle, he's played great, too. And we might see some Cam Akers this week, I think, too, which would be a, a crazy story to see him back. That's incredible that Cam Akers is back. Yeah, give me the 
give me the Rams. I mean, if Lamar Jackson's playing, I think it's a lot closer. And I think it'll give the Ravens a nice um, shot to, to make the playoffs. Interesting how the Rams are going to play this game. I mean, obviously it's hard to, hard to defensively plan against the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. And Mark Andrews has been exceptional. But, yeah, no, I don't think that's enough to beat the Rams. Um, and the Rams can, can clinch with a win um, and an Arizona loss. So, so we'll see. But, yeah, give me the Rams. Bucks Jets, I mean, this is a joke of a game. Tom Brady has as many wins, I read, in MetLife Stadium in, I believe, the last 10 years as any single Jet quarterback. Just honestly despicable and, and, and crazy because, you know, he had plays there at most once a year. So pretty bad. But I'm going to go with the Bucks. obviously, you know, even if they're – I mean, talk about a good schedule. When this team is dealing with the injuries they have, all those guys on IR trying to clinch a, a better seed. You've got the Panthers last week who I know you're a fan of, but they've kind of turned into a mess without CMC. And then you got the Jets this week. I mean, just a, a perfect scheduling. They'll have no problem with the Jets. They can run the ball. They can – AB might go for 500 yards. I mean – this is going to get ugly. Gronk was going to probably have a Gronk and Brady in that life stadium. I mean, you know, that's going to be a big game. So give me the bucks. Um, you know, good week win for the jets last week though. Zach Wilson, that's a good win for them. Um, they needed that honestly, regardless of draft pick. I know it, it, it messes that up, but just a good week. And and that's what the jets need. Just signs of, of progress and momentum that they're making and last week did that. So good win then going to be ugly this week, but. Yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks got the Panthers last week, the Jets this week, and the Panthers again next week. Um, oh, so they're, making a run. <laughs> That's they're making a run for that one seed um, yeah. and get that home field advantage. But even if they don't get it, they're going to be as hot as any team. Um, but they're obviously better at home. They, I think, are in the season with three wins and finish at 13 and four. And let's say if Somebody can play spoiler against the Packers, um, and the Bucks can get that one seed. But yeah, no, the Bucks steamroll the rest of their season for sure. Yeah, uh, Falcons Bills. As much as the Atlanta Falcons, I, I would love to see this team make the playoffs. They've had a good year, seven and eight. Calvin Ridley's been missing. AJ Terrell, Pro Bowl snub, he's been excellent. Um, they're not going to win this game. Buffalo is playing a lot better in Buffalo. Josh Allen looks himself again. This will be the Bills. Um, but you know, the Falcons, this team always seems to kind of be mediocre, but you know, who knows what will happen? Will this be Matt Ryan's last year? Will he keep going? We have no idea. So it'll be fun to see their off season Cordell Patterson. Um, he's probably a free agent to be honest. We'll see, you know, maybe they retain him. He'll be probably highly sought after he's had an exceptional year. So I'm gonna go Buffalo, but you know, if Atlanta wins on the upset, somehow squeaks in the playoffs, that would be awesome to be honest. Yeah. Buffalo, no doubt. Um, Buffalo, Clinches possibly this week um, would be exciting. There's a reason the books are giving them about 16 or 14 points. So I, th- I think it's the the Bills for sure. Um, and hopefully, hopefully they can clinch this week because I want to see Josh Allen back in the playoffs. Uh, Chiefs Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, not clinched yet. Um, it looks pretty good though that they'll be in the playoffs. Um, but the Chiefs, I mean, this is just I, – I can't pick against the Chiefs. It's, it's come to this. They've won eight in a row now. Travis Kelsey's back. Tyreek Hill was very limited last week, and look what they did. I mean, this team – you put in Byron Pringle, and he looks like 
I mean, he looks like the top receiver in the league. I mean, it, it, this team is is going to steamroll. I think they'll win the AFC. I think this is, you know, easily as good as they've been. That defense is just – it went from the worst in the league to top three, top five in the league. It's, it's pretty crazy the changes they've made and the, the progress they've made on that defense. It's been exceptional. I love the Cincy Bengals, even though they're, you know, go against the Browns. Um, it's a fun team. It, it's a good story. I mean, this is a team that had – that first pick and Joe Burrow, I mean, him and Herbert, I, I think there's always question. I think a lot of people feel Herbert's more talented player, but Joe Burrow has, in my mind, accomplished more, really changing that Bengals franchise, that culture. I mean, this offense, T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow. I mean, it's just disgusting. The young core they have, the defense has played well. They've added nice pieces. Trey Hendrickson's had an exceptional year. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I can see the Bengals winning this. To me, this is probably the game of the week. I think this is going to be an exceptional game. I'm excited to watch, see what happens. But, yeah, Chiefs for me. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, win and they clinch the AFC North. Um, It's hard It's hard to bet on my Mahomes, but it's equally hard to bet against Burrow in a big game like this. I might have to go the Bengals um, just because okay. of what's on the line for them. I mean, the Chiefs, if they're going to the playoffs winning 10 straight, God bless everyone else. Um, Mahomes as hot as hell going into the playoffs. That's impossible to beat. But I'm going to take the Bengals, and they're going to cut the cut the Chiefs' win streak at eight. I think Burrow continues. I mean, throwing for 525 yards is simply insane. Von Bell has been great. Uh, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd played well last week. Um, I think they win and they take home the AFC North this week. What an upset that would be. A lot of people, including myself, said the Bengals would be the worst team in this division. What a surprise it's been. And now moving on to another team that's kind of just had one of the, the weirdest – It is, I think it's the craziest midseason turn in NFL history, and that's the Miami Dolphins. They lost seven in a row and now have won seven in a row. Are the seven seed, so they're in the playoffs as of now. They have a huge game this week against Tennessee Titans, who are 10-5. and five. And I'm going to pick the Miami Dolphins. I honestly don't think there's a lot – there's ways to stop this team. I think the Titans are – you know, they're a solid team. They had a good win against the 49ers last week. I don't know. I just think Ryan Tannehill is so suspect. The Dolphins' defense has just been exceptional. I mean, we saw what they did this week. One of the most painful weeks I've ever watched of football, and, of course, was the reason I lost my fantasy league. But um, – I mean, Miami D, I mean, that was just insane what they did. Touchdown, eight sacks, two interceptions. I mean, it, it's just – it's even against Ian Book, it, it, it's remarkable. And I think that defense, it's its a great unit. And that offense, two attack by Ola, he's really turned his career around. I mean, it was not looking bleak, especially when they started one and seven. And now look at this. I mean, it, it's been a great turnaround. Jalen Waddle, a true talent, has looked, you know, it's exceptional. I keep using that word, but he really has. I mean, he's been – incredible this year i'm gonna pick the dolphins i'm just not a huge believer in the titans to be honest i think the colts might honestly overtake them that kind of gives my pick away for the next one but i think the colts honestly may find a way to win this division we'll see i'm gonna go miami though for this one um i gotta go tennessee and my reason for going tennessee is miami's won seven straight um and they're great but they've played the likes of ian book zach wilson the Giants, the Panthers, the Jets again, um, the Ravens and the Texans. Lamar Jackson being the sole quarterback, um, that's like, you know, 
that's the real deal in the set of seven. Um, and I think that was a, yeah. So, I mean, that's their one serious win. I think they get a real quarterback this week with Tannehill. Um, and I think the Titans are just finding ways to win football games. Um, and I think, I think they look really good this week. And I think once they win, they, they nab that AFC South. Which, which is unfortunate for the Colts, who I think are the better team, the way Carson Wentz is looking, but the way the Titans have somehow become 10-5 and five without Derrick Henry, and I think they make it 11-5 this week and clinch that AFC South. Yeah, Tennessee, I like what you said. I mean, they literally just always seem to – you think they, they're playing horrible, especially that 49ers game. I mean, they were looking awful, and then all of a sudden they, they win the game. It's pretty crazy. A.J. Brown looked great last week, though. That's – Obviously, their X factor now on that offense. Uh, moving on to this next game, I'm going to pick the Colts. I think they're just a tough team to stop right now. Raiders have played good. I mean, they're in seven. This is a, a huge game for them. This is their season, arguably, I'd say. It comes down to this game. So they're going to be ready. We know Derek Carr is probably going to show up. He'll be prepared. Um, I don't know if Darren Waller's playing. I think he might have just gotten COVID, too. So kind of a mess but um, of his season, but I think Indianapolis, they'll have some of those O-line pieces back. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, just the best running back in the NFL this year. He's been great. So I accept, expect that to continue. I expect the Colts to continue their hot streak and their momentum. I'm going to pick the Colts. Um, Raiders, uh, they proved me wrong, though, a lot this season. This is one of those kind of mid-teams that I thought wouldn't be too good, but, I mean, they're in a spot where they, they might make the playoffs. So good for them, but I'm going to go Colts here. I'm going to go Colts, too, assuming Carson Wentz plays. Yeah, um, that's true. If he doesn't, then maybe the Raiders find a way to sneak in. But, yeah, the way Carson Wentz is playing, give me the Colts. No doubt about it. Yeah. It's next. I mean, I can't believe the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be in the playoffs. They are the seventh seed right now. And they play the Washington football team. And I'm going to pick the Eagles this week. This has been a team that's played good recently. Dallas Goddard's looked good. I know he didn't have the best week last week. But he's played well. Jalen Hurts has played well. This defense has looked good. I mean, it's just one of those teams that, in the midst of a rebuild, at one point in the season, it looks like the, it looked like they might have three top ten picks. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know if they're going to have a top ten pick. Probably not. Just insanity what's happened with them, and they played really well. Um, a team that was supposed to be in a rebuild, but really has not rebuilt or, or looked like it at all. That they'd be, um, you know, a lot of people thought this is the worst team maybe in this division coming into the year. Not at all, and this is a team that I think will nab a playoff spot. They're going to win this week, and and what a story it is for the Philadelphia Eagles. Looking like they might be back in the playoffs. For sure. I, I mean, they can clinch a playoff spot this week. Um, With a win, they, they clinch? If they win and the Vikings lose, um, and I think if the Niners win, they're in. So, I mean, the fact that the Eagles can clinch the playoffs with a win this week is unreal. Give me the Eagles. And who knows, maybe if um, the Cowboys don't play their players next week because they're locked in at the playing playoff spot, you get the Eagles at 10-7, and seven, which who would have expected? They're running the ball well. Hurts is playing well. Um, good tight end play. They can get in this week. Um, great. I think they win for sure. I agree with your pick. And, and who knows, maybe it might come down to next week, too, when the classic weeks, um, week 18 this time, Cowboys-Eagles. Yeah, we saw last year the, the Eagles getting I, – I believe it was the Eagles. Yeah, they got screwed out of the playoffs. Um, it was the Eagles, right? Or was it 
No, was it the Giants that screwed, screwed up? I know one the team. Giants, the Giants screwed them. There was something. There was, yeah. I know no, the that. The Eagles screwed someone by the putting Eagles like, screwed the Giants by playing Nate Sudfeld. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's what it was. Wow. Imagine they lost week 18 and they missed the playoffs now. I mean, that'd be a story in itself. <laughs> the, uh, the NFC, NFC East never disappoints, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Moving on to this next game, Broncos-Chargers. Even with last week's disaster, I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think they're the better team. Guys will be back. Eckler, I think, should be back. Bosa and Derwin James, assuming they're going to be back. Mike Williams also back. So this will be a lot more looking like the Chargers. This is a must-win game for them. Denver, I mean, they're 7-8. and eight. I believe they're still clinging on to hope, but this is not going to be a playoff team. Um, Vic Fangio, the expectation is he'll, he'll be gone. Got to think this team looks into trading for Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, someone like that, that could really put this team potentially over the edge. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, this Denver team, I mean, they'll be connected. This is going to be a team to watch in the offseason for sure. Um, Chargers, I mean, this team needs – it's been so close for so long to getting in the playoffs. They need to win this week and find a way into the playoffs because – a season without making the playoffs would just be a, an absolute disaster for them. Yeah, Chargers, no doubt about it. Uh, I think they win by a pretty fair margin. Broncos offseason, I wouldn't be surprised if they give Drew Locke a chance because he didn't look terrible, and you never know. Um, but I agree with you. They got to do something. They got to make the most out of offense the way the defense is playing. The defense is solid. They make the turn the offense around, and good quarterback play, they could be – right in the heat of that AFC West. Um, but yeah, give me the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, Javante Williams looks exceptional. I mean, this the future is bright in Denver, just not yeah, a quarterback. Definitely. And they're not going to find that guy through the draft this year, most likely. So we'll see what happens. Next game, this is – I'm going to go 49ers. Regardless of what happened last week, the 49ers defense is a level above the Chargers. We're not going to see Rex yeah. Burke go for 150. Davis Mills will probably have a, a much tougher game in San Francisco. Jimmy G, I don't know if he's playing. I think it might be Trey Lance. Regardless, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, it, it's going to be ugly, I think, for Houston. 49ers should win this game comfortably. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, I think, is going to start right now. Um, but even if Trey Lance starts, give me a 49ers win. And if they win in the Saints, lose, the Niners are in. So, um, let's see Jimmy G clinch that. Yeah, I think it won't be close. Yeah. Lions Seahawks. This is a weird game. And I'm actually going to pick the Lions in this one. Um, I mean, Seattle, that was just an embarrassing loss last week to the bears. They blew that. I mean, they've just not looked themselves. You got to expect that Russell Wilson gone at the end of the season, this Seattle team just appears poised for a total teardown. At Jamal Adams trade, just an absolute disaster. Trading two firsts for, for him. At the time, as a Jets fan, um, you know, I was, I was not really happy, but, I mean, what a trade that was. And this pick, it's looking like it's going to be a top-10 pick. So, great move then by, uh, you know, I believe it was Joe Douglas, maybe. I don't even know who the GM was. Or I think it's still the same guy. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to pick the lines. I like the momentum they've played with. DeAndre Swift is going to be back this week. Amon Ross St. Brown has been exceptional. These last few weeks. Oh shoot. It's going to be uh isn't it like Tim Boyle, whatever. I'm going to go with the lions just for the fun of it. It's I know it's their backup playing or whatever, but 
why not? I think Seattle's really bad. And I think the Lions legitimately could win this game, even without Jared Goff. So give me the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lions have a great choice, or a great choice for an underdog win. Um, but the fact that it might be Russ's last game um, in Seattle, you know, one last game in Seattle for those fans, I'm going to go Seahawks. DK hasn't been himself. Russ hasn't been himself. Lockett's been the one. Um, the Seahawks have been disappointing. Um, but I think Russ, one more time in Seattle, because who knows what he's going to do next year, he's going to yeah. come away with a win here. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a safe pick for sure, especially with the Jared Goff out. I, I realize yeah. that mid-sentence, but we'll see. Um, Cardinals-Cowboys. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Um, Arizona just has not played good recently. Um, I, I think Dallas is the better team in Dallas, too. I mean, that's just going to be a rowdy environment. We'll see what Kyler Murray can do. I know – I believe he's never lost there or something in AT&T Stadium or he has, like, seven wins. I, I saw some stat about that through high school, college, and obviously pro. Um, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to go Cowboys just the way they played last week. You can't pick against this team. You can't pick against that defense. And the way Dak Prescott played, you can't pick against him. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, I just can't pick against Dallas right now. <sighs> Got to go to the Cardinals. It's oh. Kyler Murray in AT&T Stadium. You're not, um, you're not picking your boy Dak for uh, I would, but my fantasy season isn't yeah. even worth talking about anymore. <laughs> um, um, I know the Cowboys are the pick here, but uh, my gut says the Cardinals come away with the win. They've not been good at all recently, but I think they're rested. They are a solid team, and I've kind of been anti-Cardinals all year, but I think the Cardinals might sneak away with the win this year. All right. We'll see what happens. Um, Panther Saints, this is – I have an absolute no idea what this game's going to be. I'm assuming Sam Darnold's going to be the quarterback this week for Carolina. Um, Cam Newton, it, it's kind of been a mess recently with him. I mean – who knows what's going to happen? It doesn't seem like he's going to be a Panther next season. After It's crazy because after that first week against Arizona, it was looking like he was going to be the guy once again, and, and it just didn't work out, sadly. It's, it sucks to see, I know, especially as a Panther fan, um, the way Cam has you know, changed that, that fan base and, and that team. So it sucks. Um, I, I think I'm honestly going to pick the – I'm going to go with the Saints. I, I think – the best unit in this game is the Saints defense. I think everyone else is, you know, I, I'd give the Saints the slight edge on defense to the Panthers. I don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback for them. I'm praying to God it's not Ian Book. Um, it's just anyone who goes to that game doesn't deserve to see Ian Book in the game. I'm assuming it'll be Simeon or, or someone. I mean, I pray to God. Um, yes, Sam Darnold. I mean, Taysom might even play. Yeah, if, if, it, if it's Taysom, I feel decent about the Saints. Um, I mean, I think there's a week where, honestly, the Panthers at this point in their season should probably want to lose just to get a better pick. Um, potentially, you know, with Seattle and Chicago, both at five wins, they lose. Maybe those teams win. You're looking at a, a really nice top five almost pick, potentially. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to pick the Saints in New Orleans. Kamara, he's due to bounce back, too. He's played you know, not great at all recently. Yeah, no, I think the Saints are going to kill us. Although if Taysom doesn't play and it's Ian Book for Sam Darnold, this might be the ugliest game of football we will ever watch. 
Um, I beg the viewers not to watch this game. It will be god awful. But no, I think the Saints, the Saints come away with a very good victory. I mean, I don't even know if it's Cam. I mean, the offensive line is just so bad and the coaching's bad. And Rule, who I had so much faith in when he got signed, is just terrible. Um, and then Fire is like a good offensive coordinator when Joe Brady just wasn't the issue. That's a different Panthers rant for a different time, but I think the Saints slaughter us. Yeah, I mean, I think I saw I saw a report either today or tomorrow that there's just a lot of regret about the Matt Rule signing within the Carolina system. Obviously, it was a, a seven-year, I believe, $60 million or so. I mean, a huge deal for him. Um, I mean, he had that quote about Jay-Z last week that I thought was funny, um, that it took Jay-Z seven years to succeed. Um, not quite what you want to hear from uh, an NFL no. coach, but so I mean – <laughs> the Panthers aren't in a bad spot. I'll be honest. I mean, looking at their future, that defense is pretty good. Obviously, J.C. Horn, he's been out basically the whole – he hasn't come back, right? He's been out. He's done yeah, so, I mean, he missed work. the whole year. CMC – I mean, obviously, CMC is a, a case where it's tough to know what to expect. You can't really count on him at this point with the injuries he's just had. Um, it's been concerning. But who knows? I mean, I don't think – they're not going to make a coaching change, obviously, with the money that they have rule with. Or, yeah, but we'll see what happens at quarterback. I mean, I, I truly believe the Panthers can be very good um, with the right quarterback. I mean, you had like a – good. It looked yeah, good. They, you're, no, you're... they've looked good. I mean, they, I feel like the Panthers always kind of have that 3-0 start, and then it, it recently it's become a mess. But, um, I mean, there's there's pieces, and that's the key. That's You look at the difference between, like, the Panthers and the Seahawks and the Giants. The Panthers actually have legitimate pieces to build around, whereas those teams really don't. So, we'll see. I, I like their future – I don't think any of the quarterbacks on their roster, though, are the quarterbacks that will, you know, take them anywhere. So that's still a, a, a big question mark for them, obviously. Um, but moving on to the next game, Vikings-Packers. Um, this is Aaron Rodgers' last game of the regular season in Lambeau. He'll play there in the playoffs, obviously. Vikings-Packers. I know the Vikings beat them earlier in the year, but I'm going to the Packers. Um, just, I think, the best team. Probably you have to give them the favorites in the NFL right now. Maybe the Chiefs, definitely in the NFC, though. Um, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, just an unstoppable combo. You have that great running back duo um, with Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. This is a great team. Their defense has played well. They've had good pieces. Devondre Campbell, I believe, um, is a Packer. I know he's been balling this year, um, which I didn't even realize, but props to him. I mean, they've got a lot of good pieces. Um, you can't pick. I mean, 820 game in Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers, divisional. I mean, it's not even worth saying anything else. This will be the Packers win. Yeah, Packers, no doubt about it. Sunday night against the Vikings. Rival game for an angry Aaron Rodgers. Um, and with the NFC one seed and sole first round by on the line, um, to potentially go 14-3 and three, uh, with the win this week and next week, no doubt about it. Give me the Packers. We know the Vikings are going to keep it close like they always do. But, but the Packers come away with the win here. Yeah, I mean, this is the week that they'd potentially be upset looking at next week they play the Lions. So this is that big week that, you know, teams like the Bucks, the Rams, the Cowboys are, are, are preying on. And moving on to the last game, the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I have to pick the Browns just because there's still a chance that they make the playoffs. Um, I mean, this is – I mean, I think the best player in this game 
uh, one of the best players. It, it, the Browns got to focus on Nick Chubb and the run game. That's what we saw last week. They, they got away from it at times, and they can't. They have to just keep running the ball. No matter what, you just got to give it to Nick Chubb, let them run the ball. Pittsburgh, Big Ben's last game, potentially in Heinz Field. I know that's a tempting pick. Expect him to show up. But to be honest, even if he tries to show up, even if he tries to go big, uh, I just think he's, he's so washed at this point that it doesn't matter. Um, Cleveland, they'll have some more guys back this week. They're, they're finally getting their fuller roster, at least back from COVID. Obviously, that outbreak killed them, but we'll see. Cream Hunt might play, um, I believe. I don't really know, but I'm going to pick the Browns. Um, an absolute disaster of a season for them, regardless, but I think they can beat the Steelers as bad as they are. So I'll go Browns. Yeah, that's, good. that's a fair pick. I mean, my only thing is that the Steelers at seven, seven, and one will not make the playoffs, and I don't think the Browns will either. Yeah. So not much playoff implication, which means Big Ben one more time against the Browns is coming away with the win. Big Ben, um, it's like Aaron Rodgers against the Vikings. I mean, they yeah. own both teams. Um, and if it's Big Ben's one last game um, at Heinz Field, just like Russell Wilson, I uh, see Big Ben coming away with the win here. He just owns the Browns with nothing on the line. I mean, he's not going to let his last game at Heinz Field be a loss to the Browns. That's a very fair point. Big Ben against the Browns. It's been uh, been very ugly in the in the course of history. So we'll see. I mean, that game, if the uh, if the Bengals win against the Chiefs, will mean nothing. So uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, if the Bengals do lose, but Baltimore does lose, that'll be a playoff eliminator. So it'll be a fun game then. Monday night for those two teams. Um, but with that, that will do it for this week's episode of Outside the Arena. If you haven't already, please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, follow the Instagram's podcast at Outside the Arena Podcast. Follow us both on Instagram. I'll link that in the description below. Uh, check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Outside the Arena there. And yeah, with that, thanks for watching. Uh, Happy New Year, and uh, we'll see you Happy all next year, week. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, guys. Take it easy.